Yo, 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 what the fuck going on? It's your boy Big T, Big Twizzy with the Twancast. Uh, this is the new podcast slash whatever the fuck. I uh, want to first off start this shit off by paying homage to my homie Riley Gale. Rest in peace, Riley Gale of Power Trip. Spent many a night, many a day, many a times. I remember one time uh, after we partied in 2013, he told me he would. I I was we was I was it was my first time ever really being out in Texas, and he took the fuck care of me, man. And he was like, "Yo, come party with us, come kick it with us." And I was like, "All right, man, let me go do that shit with you." Can you give me a ride in the morning? And he was like, yeah, I'll give you a ride in the morning, dude. Don't even trip. So he gives me a ride in the morning, like he promised. And I'm like, man, I don't want to fucking do this shit today, bro. I'm, I'm fucking feel like shit. Like, I don't want to do this. And he was like, yo, like, you didn't come all the way out here just to not do that shit, dude. You're tripping. And anybody else would be like, yo, man, I get it for real. Like, I ain't never had nobody just be like, just straight tell me. Like, hey, man, give me real good advice like that. Just tell me straight up, hey, man, you didn't come all the way the fuck out here just to not do that shit. And I was like, damn, that's the fuck what I needed right then and there. And that's the type of shit. That's the type of shit Riley was on. You you, you talk to that man. He don't bullshit you. He give you the real deal advice. What's really going on? He never really sugarcoated shit. You know, even if it was good or bad, you know, you have to hear it from him. And, you know, that's a that's a man that I will truly miss. I will truly miss that man. And this goes out to him. Much love to the Gale family. Much love to Riley. Much love to Power Trip. You know what I mean? Fuck, man. Real one right there. Today, we got my man Cutso on the show. We're going to be speaking to Cutso about all types of endeavors and all types of shit. So... You know, Lincoln with us. Lincoln build. We be talking about mad shit, so here it goes. Yo, what's up? It's your boy T Wizzle with the Twan cast. Today I'm here with my boy Cut so What's up? Uh what's so bothered, man? first question I wanted to ask is I wanted to know what was it like growing up? doing what you do because, you know, you're a DJ. You've been – obviously, you told me you worked at – where you worked at? Streetlight when you were younger? Streetlight. So you – and you were telling me you worked with one of the dudes from Duster. Yeah. Yeah. And, Actually, two of them. Okay, two so two people from Duster. Yeah, Albertini and Dove. Oh, sick. So yeah. you was, like, around a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's at that time, like, yeah, there was actually a lot going on in San Jose at that time. So, yeah. I was yeah. yeah. Do you remember that band, Betty's Love Child? I remember the name. I didn't really listen to much of their music. But that band was sick. That name definitely – it's funny because, like, the whole, like, streetlight scene, like, mm-hmm. there was a lot of like, – pretty much everyone that was in that whole scene, like, worked at Streetlight. or was, you know, like – it was it was it was just like this one big scene like i was there like i worked there like from like 98 to like 2000 damn 
Yeah. So, but I remember, I definitely remember the name Betty's Love Child. Yeah, yeah. That shit is like, man. And like, it's crazy how like it feels like it's so small, but like everybody really kind of knows each other a little bit. Yeah. I think one I of mean, the dudes from one of the dudes from Betty's Love Child, the drummer, forgot his name, but he owns that on the corner records. Oh, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Oh, that was Jeff's band. Oh, yeah, that was Jeff's band. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Betty's Love Child, I think him and maybe, like, maybe one more member or something um, ended up becoming this band called the Entertainment Committee for, like, mm. a hot set. Okay. And we actually did a remix for Entertainment Committee. Damn, see? That's, some, yeah. that's, that's that history. People think it's, yeah. just, it's just one thing, but it's, it's so much. There was a lot of shit. I mean, there was like different like scenes. There was like the you know the skate punk scene. There was the fucking like kind of hipster indie band scene. There was you know the of course like the fucking wannabe sublime band scene. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then the underground hip hop scene. That's like, and then there was like a small pocket of like turntablists in San Jose at that time. So. And that's, yeah, it was, and, and we all worked at Streetlight. That was the thing. So, like, that's how I, we, get, we all got to know each other is because we all worked at Streetlight. You guys all just kind of just ran together, like, at one job. That's so sick, though. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people from the San Jose music scene, like Dem One. Yeah. Uh, Damn. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, right to Hell. Joey Myers from Hey, Right to Hell used to work at Streetlight for the longest time. Um, oh, yeah, man, it's, it was a crazy scene at that time. There was actually shit going on still. Yeah, and it's like it's not really like that now. Now, well, I don't know because I'm so far removed and so so much older, so I don't really know like yeah. what what it is that's yeah. going. On. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Hey, B. There you go. B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah but that's what, uh, oh, the. Uh, so I was gonna, I was gonna say, I remember, I think I told you that already. But the first time I seen a Fingerbangers record was at NC Skate Shop. Yeah, and I was like, yo, what the fuck? It was like the five, what Five Finger Discount record. Five Finger Discount. Yeah, that was our yeah. first record. Yeah, and I was like, yo, Fingerbangers, that is so crazy, because yeah. it's like, yeah. obviously. You know, I'm a kid, and I'm like, Fingerbangers, wow, and then I'm like, but it's. <laughs> It's a like a term a turntablism record, and I'm like, wow, that's even crazier. It's like, yeah. I was like, damn, that is so mind blowing. That was super mind blowing to me, and I was just like, damn, this is so sick. That's tight. That's tight that you were like, that you you caught to that because like that was that was part of the reason why we went with that name is because you know so people could remember it. Like, oh yeah, they remember anything. It was the name that then, stuck like, out so much. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, it's like, oh, funny, that's a, that's a crew called a finger banger. That's funny. But you actually listen to what we were doing. I was like, oh, shit, these guys are, like, doing some crazy shit right now. So that's sort of, like, the hook that we had with that name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Falling <laughs> out. But, yeah, we used, to, we used to run with NC. That's why you saw that record there, because we used to actually be on their team. Oh, for real? They had the skate team, and then they had a, a, a small, like, music team, which was uh, DJ Wisdom. Uh, this dude, Mike Check, out of uh, San Diego, and uh, Fingerbangers. Us. Wow, that's so gnarly. Yeah, so we used to do mix CDs and stuff for them all the time, and like, um, they would give them out 
at the shop and like at demos and shit. So like random people would come up and be like, yo, I have your fucking, I have your mix CD. And like, crazy, how'd you get that shit? And like people still to this day, like, yo, I have all the NC CDs. Of the, they used to call it the hip hop heads. Uh, yeah. Mixtape. And that's some like five volumes. Damn, that's so wild. And then NC now is just like, it's like crazy how like, I don't know. Like, I feel like in other cities, like skate, like skate stores are like, they stay afloat and they stay afloat here. You know, we got like circle a still, but it's like yeah. the NC one. I wish there was the NC store was still in Sunnyvale. They got I the know. one in Los Gatos, but damn, I wish yeah, the Sunnyvale yeah. one was still around. That one was, uh, that one was around for like a couple years. And then yeah, they closed down. But yeah, I remember. I remember when they opened it, DJing the grand opening for that. And then yeah, and then when they moved over to the other spot in Los Gatos from uh, University Avenue to mm-hmm. uh, uh, Blossom Hill. Yo, I remember. I remember the one, the first, the first Los Gatos location. I remember I walked in there, and this kid saw me, and he just like stood in front of me with his mouth open, and I was like. My, to my friend, I was like, why the fuck is he doing that? And then he's like, I don't know. I don't think he's ever seen a black person before. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, we in Los Gatos, dog. I forgot. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, bro. That's all funny. Yeah, bro, I was like, Not damn. Either. Yeah, no, that, I mean, it's, it was a whole different culture out there, man. It was like predominantly white, so. Oh, man, it's still, <laughs> it's still some crazy-ass white no, shit over the, there, man. It's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even, like, back then, I think it was more of a shocker, especially, like, you know, since you know like we like most of us like you know from our area we would frequent like no skate yeah like, yeah over in uh westgate or the one in south side south side south I mean, island my, oh yeah so my man benji you know you know benji right dj as is he used to work at the one in the south side mm-hmm. was it the south side or did he work at the one over in uh, saratoga i can't remember i think he used to bounce between uh, stores but yeah, okay. my, my Benji, who's a DJ in LA, he's been in LA for like the last decade or so. I used to DJ with him at Cardiff Lounge back in the day. Um, he used to—that's actually how I met him. Was oh hell to, yeah! Uh, yeah, and then Damn. later on, he he went under uh, Golden Child's wing and started DJing. Mm, okay, that was I'm a NC. So <laughs> he was actually okay, just was telling a fire me. One. It was, it was. He, he just told me a really funny story about when uh, Harv uh, punked this kid in front of his mom at Ghost Games. <laughs> oh, my God. Harv would do that. <laughs> he would. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, like I said earlier, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, the skate scene and the music scene was, like, like hand in hand at that time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, if it wasn't for skateboarding, I wouldn't have, like... I remember I wouldn't have heard Black Flag for the first time on like Jim Greco's part on like Misled Youth. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't have heard fucking Slayer. If it wasn't for the Misled Youth video, I wouldn't have heard like hella bands. Yeah. Right. Or it probably exactly. would have took years, you know? Yeah. I remember like I used the, to go to the to the Westgate, uh the Westgate Ghost Gate, and I yeah. seen I seen Louis Barletta try on a Ugg boot. Ugg boot. <laughs> and he pulled he pulled them all the way up because you're like you know they're like cuffed and you could like yeah and he, yeah. And he was walking around with just one Ugg boot on and I was like damn that's crazy that was the first time I ever seen Uggs they sold them at at Westgate at the Westgate Ghostgate I was like yo what the fuck they sold them at Ghostgate 
Yeah, they sold they sold Uggs at the Westgate Ghostgate because I don't know for some reason like you could only buy them yeah. at like like certain stores like a like I think they sold them downtown downtown Willow Glen, and then they sold it yeah. at the West at uh they for some reason I don't know why they sold Uggs there. Probably because yeah, like, like the same place, same place kids, you kids will buy come like, with their mom, you know. And their mom, right, be, right. Hey, oh, you got a pair of Uggs. Like, mom be like, oh, I'll get, <laughs> get myself some too. That's that's genius. Yeah, like, right. damn, what the fuck? They're, they're marketing to the skate moms, right? They're crazy. They're cool because <laughs> they would like let me come behind the uh, behind the thing and like just like look at decks. But then when yeah. the boss would come, they'd be like, yo, get behind, like, get 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 over by the counter because like they were like, yo, like, <laughs> you're not supposed to be behind the counter looking at stuff. And I would just look right, at shit, right. like, not buy shit. I just look at stuff all day. Oh yeah, like, we broke as shit. I never bought shit either. I was yo, I was <laughs> I was happy as hell there. I was like, God damn, that was yeah. the coolest shit ever. I remember just seeing like hella people from Tilt Mode, and just being like, damn, this yeah. is this yeah. is so sick. W- were you at the Tilt Mode premiere party at Cactus? No, I was a child. <laughs> I was, was, a, oh, I was wait, probably wait, like middle school. Was it, was it Tilt Mode or Man Down? The Man Down. I I think I remember. That being a, that, uh, like maybe when I was older, it was like, oh yeah, like I could do that. Maybe, but I, I know I was twenty one yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I DJed at the Man Down premiere party. Damn. Yeah. And that was like one of the last gigs I did at Cactus before they closed. Oh shit. Yeah. Kinda and what crazy. was the first? Was- what was the first Cactus show you ever went to? Uh, Weezer. Damn, what what album was that? Pinkerton. Ooh, okay. Now you're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like right between like Blue Album and fucking the fucking Island of the Sun shit. It was like their their fucking dope album. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I haven't listened to that since then, but I mean, some girl that out, you know, I was kind of on her job. She wanted to go. I had a homie who was working the door, so I was like, yo, I can get us in. <laughs> Damn. Oh, <laughs> that was like my early like flex, you know, like oh, I can get you in that show, Shorty. Don't trip. And Hell yeah! Like, <laughs> it was like, the Weezer show. Yeah, that's so yeah. sick. That was kind of there Anyone was a, open for that. There was a show. I, the, the the show I wanted to go to, but I was way too young for was uh, KMD. Oh shit! Yeah, did they talk about that? So don't they talk about that in in a song where they had to? They said they had to play a show in San Jose. That, yeah, it was in, it was on the Black Bastards album. It says uh, we couldn't stand to stay in San Jose. Plus, we had a show in L.A. that same day. Oh, it was a true damn. story. I guess like some some shit had happened. Like their, I can't remember if their bus broke down or some something happened. But they they got stuck in San Jose. They got oh. stranded out. Um, were you there the night? Maybe maybe this was also when you were still. Uh, I mean. Maybe you went to this, but there was a night where fucking uh, AC Alone uh, was performing, and big mega abusive like got on stage. Like Chip got on stage and tried to battle him. No, oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, it sounds so, very San Jose. Like, stay yeah. out of my city. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, that, that's pretty much what it was. Chip was that dude. Yeah, and um, I wasn't actually inside the show. I couldn't get in. I was outside. Like. Damn. In fact, um, I was outside with some of the homies I used to DJ with in, in, in high school. Um, um, 
fucking Martine, mm-hmm. fucking uh, Miguel and all. Stick? Yeah, Guillotine? Damn. Yep, Stick. And I haven't all seen him in so long. So they, used to be, they used to be, in high school, they used to have a group called Nomadic Mind Travelers. And me and Square Wheezy from the Finger Bangers, we used to DJ for them. So that's we were there a, at that show with them. Name. <laughs> that's such a hip hop name, dude. Nomadic mind travelers, bro. You had to, man. It was it was the era of fucking Mystic Journeyman. Yeah, and I need those names to come back, dude. <laughs> those kind of names are fire. Dude, we got to bring that back, dude. It's like the new '90s underground renaissance. Like, Hell straight yeah. up, like everything has to be recorded on a cassette four track. Beanie hats, the crazy beanie hat yeah. with the like. With the Rasta beanie hat, with the brim. Yeah, the, the Rasta beanie hat, the backpack, the fucking Nike ACGs. Hell yeah. And, a, and an Earthlings t-shirt. Whoa, let's get it. I'm super down. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, man, back. like... Beanies, we're going to smoke beanies. Smoking beanies, oh my god, that was the fucking worst. Why did we do that, dude? Because they were fucking shit, cheap. <laughs> the hell it, cheap. Was like, it was like fourth-rate tobacco, bro. It super is, it's like... Tobacco they find it's like cigarette butts they find in the street. Yeah. And they got yeah. bugs in it. Yeah. But it looks yeah, like, cool. Like blunt guts would have been like fucking ten steps ahead of that. Yeah, for sure. It looked cool. <laughs> it looked cool. Darshan. They're called Darshan, right? I used to smoke the peach ones. Damn. Ugh, they tasted like soap. <laughs> Dude. But yo, beaties were the shit though, because I mean, you know what I'm saying? That was the thing to do. Like it, it some of the hipster clubs, they would sm- the girls would smoke cloves. Yeah, the hip hop show, beaties. Hell yeah! <laughs> Damn, beaties, bro. <laughs> Who made that one <laughs> album? Uh, Beady Delights. Fuck! Someone made an album called Beady Delights. Yeah. Who was it? It was one of the dudes from from uh, Living Legends. Oh fuck! I don't even know. See, I never followed their solo work. I I own yeah, maybe one like of them three. Beady Delights. Yeah, I want to say it was uh, Aesop. Really? Yeah. Aesop, the superhuman. Yeah. He's like a <laughs> he's like a chef now. Is he really? Yeah, Aesop's a chef in like Fresno. Like he got his own like little restaurant. Interesting. Yeah. What kind of stuff does he cook? I have no clue. Like maybe like just regular like burger stuff. Holy Bunch shit. of meat. I don't know. <laughs> Good for animals. Him. Just cook a bunch of animals. <laughs> I thought he'd be vegan by now. Yeah, nah, he's <laughs> he's going in. Oh, good for him, man. That's yeah. Cool. So he's life doing his thing. <laughs> hey, life after hip hop. <laughs> there needs to be the new uh, TV One show, Life After Hip Hop. That, that's actually uh, Dem One's uh, Twitter handle. Really? At, at Life After Hip Hop. Hey, that's a real thing. Yeah, that's real shit, man. Real life shit. After Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hip Hop is yeah. like, damn. Right. The wildest shit about hip hop is like uh, today I was like looking at Machine Gun Kelly and like his newest music <laughs> and it's not even in rap music. You don't even play rap music anymore, dude. <laughs> what is he doing now? He's doing like pop punk. You know, you know, <laughs> you know why, dude? Because he fucking played Tommy Lee in that fucking Molly Crew movie and all of a sudden, oh, and he tried to fucking have beef with Eminem, but that didn't go anywhere, so he probably Oh, yeah. He was like, man, fuck I, that. That's funny that you mentioned him, because this morning, like, for some reason, I was like, I fell down, like, a fucking, like, uh, YouTube uh, K-hole and fucking saw this clip that somebody made of, like, Machine Gun Kelly 
like trying to talk shit about Eminem. Wow. And like how like he was like, yeah, Eminem was hella stuttering and shit. And then this person made a montage of Machine Gun Kelly stuttering as he was telling the story of Eminem stuttering. <laughs> it, was, it was so stupid, but damn, it's really funny. Yo, I, I listened to that last Eminem album, mm-hmm. and I finished it. The one with Godzilla on it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I liked it. I don't know why I liked it. I listened to that. What's that? Uh, that King Crook like uh, podcast, and I was like, you know what? Eminem is shouting out Tretch and saying that Tretches is like one of his favorite rappers. That's like his, that's like his, that's like his God MC. Yeah, so I'm like, you know what, Tretch, that's real. Yo, Tretch is, Naughty by Nature has a song on the new Burna Boy album too, which is fire. And because at first I was like, wow. I was like listening to it and I was like, oh, he's flipping the Naughty by Nature thing. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's Vinny on the track and I'm like, what the fuck? Whoa. I'm like, Crazy. hold on. And then I was like, yo, let me hear Tretch's <laughs> verse. And I was like, damn, Tretch be killing it. I was like, damn, Tretch still got it. So Tretch ended Yeah, I was like, yo, that's hey, tight. That's wow. crazy that Burna Boy got them out of all people on yeah, the album. That's, dude, that's dope. And and KG is kicking off of that, that song because, you know, they sampled his shit. Shit, well. So, um, yeah, that was a group effort. That's pretty tight. I got to listen to that. I haven't listened to it yet. Hell yeah. A lot of people have been posting it on the feed. Like, the new Burna Boy album is fucking sick. Man, I I was like I was like, yo, I needed this. Yeah, the album cover's dope as fuck. I'm very down. Like every time I hear a new Afro beat, I'm super down. I yeah. like, you know what I like? I like uh, Afro beat Drake more than everything. Yeah, dude. I need yeah. Drake Caribbean to go back Drake. to Afro beat. I don't give a fuck about yeah. like the last song he put out. I was like, man, Lil Durk was on it, and I was like, yeah, that's tight, Lil yeah. Durk. All right, Lil Durk, yeah. get off. And but man, I need Wiz that Afro beat Drake. Sh- yeah, the shit he did with like Wizkid. Yeah, that's yeah, just fire. Yeah. And then the yeah. the shit he did on that fix tape, on the new uh, mm. the new uh, popcorn shit. I like that too. Mm. And then that song. Oh, I that, hear that. Yeah. Yo, that shit's good. I uh, like popcorn. That loyal song too. That he did with uh, Party Next Door. I like mm. that song too. Didn't they have beef at one point? Him and Party Next Door. Yeah. Man. Oh no 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 no! It wasn't. No no. I'm sorry. No, um, Drake kind of co-signed The Weeknd, and The Weeknd kind of, like, did his own thing. So he replaced The Weeknd with Party Next Door. Yeah. But that'd be kind of... I, I think so, yeah. It's, like, focus till he took off and did his own shit. Yo, he... he cause I think because he wrote... He wrote a lot of the songs on Take Care, like The Weeknd did, and then he took, he yeah, took yeah. a lot of The Weeknd songs for his own shit, and then when The Weeknd mm-hmm. signed a deal, he didn't even have an album, because I think all the songs were supposed to be Take Care, and then so that's mm-hmm. when he just put out the three that he had already, and then yeah. that was like a try, like a, the like, what is it? Trilogy. Like, trilogy. like yeah. they put the trilogy, he put the trilogy out on a like major label, mm-hmm. which is kind of, yeah, I remember I that. Know. That new Weeknd no, is fire, too. You no, know, that album is really good. Um, yeah. When the trilogy album came out, though, they had like for each, because it was all three of those mixtapes, and for each of those mixtapes, they had three new songs or one new song. Oh shit! And twenty-eight, yeah, twenty-eight was one of the new songs on that trilogy album, and like, I was obsessed with that song for like ever. I actually did a remix of it, um, but yeah, that was my shit, dude. When trilogy came out, because I was a huge Weekend fan. Yo, um, Weekend's fire. 
I mean, all of his albums are really good, man. Fucking Kissland. A lot of people don't fucking acknowledge how good Kissland was. Um, yeah, dude. Fucking the, the latest one's really good. It's like it's like one of the better produced albums like in a long time. Oh yeah, that shit is like yeah. that's like I feel like his whole sound coming like full circle right there. Yeah, with just more like synths. Whole, I'm so down. Yeah. It's it's like a super like '80s album, but it's yeah. also very modern. But he, I also kind of like the whole like visual aspect of it of him being in Vegas and him like you know like tripping balls and yeah. getting it like and like he did all of his promo, you know, in the suit, all fucked up with like blood on his face and bandages. Have you seen his performance on Stephen Colbert? No. Nah, huh. Yo, look look that shit up, dude. It's so sick. He does it where like. He um, he doesn't perform like on the stage where most of the performers perform. He's per- he's performing through the hallways of the of the show. Oh shit! And they I do all these crazy Yo, it's so sick. Damn, that sounds yeah. hella tight. That yeah, was so far. Yeah, he's dope. Man, Toronto yeah. be be they went from Degrassi <laughs> to to that Degrassi. What did Toronto too. have before that? Was that uh? Cardinal official came from Toronto too. Yes, Cardinal official. He was like the guy. They yeah. thought, yeah, they thought he was about to be bigger than big as hell, and then Drake wanted to be as big as him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so wild. And then they had beef. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember I watched this video about it, and then Drake is like, Drake says nigga, but he he it sounds like he said a hard R. It's so weird. Like it's kind of weird. It's like, you know, Drake, you're strange. But it's you know we gotta give it up to Drake because like he comes from a lineage of like songwriters. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. his father, Dennis his Graham. uncle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They killed it. You you know who was the Toronto OG? Who? No. What who? No. No. Snow informer. Snow. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> Yo, yeah. that's crazy. He yeah, really was. Like, yeah, because I mean, like, everyone was making fun of him because he was, you know, a white dude doing fucking reggae, but people didn't really know about, like, the whole, like, you know, trop, you know, like the, the whole Jamaican, you know, lineage that, you know, comes from Toronto and, like, that whole scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of wrote him off as, like, a, a reggae vanilla ice, which essentially he was, but I mean, he was legit. Like, he came from that. He came from Toronto. That was, there was a scene that we weren't aware of. I wasn't aware of it until fucking Drake came out, to be honest. Apparently, I mean, was, nobody really liked white people doing stuff like that, though. Of course, of course. Like, I had a homie, the uh, the homie Sebastian. I, th- I don't know if he still manages Lil B, but he was telling me when he was growing up, he, like, hated white rappers, and he's white. He was like, man, <laughs> white people can't rap. They're not supposed to rap. Like, what the hell is this? And then I was like, for real? And he was, and he grew up in like Richmond, Virginia. So like, that makes sense, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're not I mean, really gonna. They had the clips out there, right? Yeah. So, oh, the clips are so fire too. Yo, today is the, uh, I guess the 18th anniversary of Lord Willing. Wow. Dude, I remember yeah. when that shit came out. That was insane. Play as we ain't the same. Ugh. It's the way the whole album starts, man. Come on, dude. Those guys are so wild. Yeah, that those guys ushered in a new era of rap. They for real did. Yeah, yeah. I'll, that's when I'll, it started. 
that's when I started paying attention to rap again because there was a whole patch of time like from like 99 to like maybe like yeah like around 2005 2004 where I just kind of ignored rap like the whole cash money shit yeah the whole fucking um the whole dirty south shit like the crunk shit um I just kind of stopped paying attention because I was I was listening to a lot of like experimental shit like Prefuse 73 and fucking you know Aphex Twin fucking mm-hmm. Hot Temper like anything that Warp Records put out I pretty much was like listening to oh yeah and I was learning to produce at that time too so I was like trying to imitate those guys meanwhile all this other shit like Dipset is happening and I'm just like totally like oblivious to it you want so a Dipset fan? Not at the time, but I was super Entre. late. Yeah, I was. Super I was late. like, there was like a whole too into it. I, yeah, that we, that. But that's sick we, though, because like I don't really, you don't really meet that many people that are like, yo, I'm about to get into something else, or like getting into yeah. something else, and just you know. Yeah, they just ease into it, right? Yeah, most people are yeah. like, I'm just gonna get because I was like, yo, rap music. Like I was watching Rap City the Basement every day. Yeah. And like being like, whoa, these fools, like, where's Big Tigger's mom at? Like, she's cooking food. <laughs> I was like the whole time, like, yo, Big Tigger's mom is cooking food. Like, I want to be there. I'm going to be a yeah, rapper. Dude. I'm going to be there. But like, I was totally not like a rap looking guy. Like, that was like around the time when like. Is this you when you had the curl? Nah, this was like, I was like, <laughs> man, what the fuck did I even look like? I probably like, I just wore like Dickies. And a flannel, Dude. and then that like a, photo was so and I had like I didn't even have like a I had an afro maybe. Oh shit! No way! And like I didn't look cool at all. <laughs> like I super didn't look cool. Were you rapping at that time too? Mm, trying to, but like I didn't like have any like real confidence. I was like, you were just shit. writing and fucking around. I was just writing, and then uh, you know DJ Idea. Yeah, yeah. That's when like we were hanging out and stuff when we were like. <laughs> fuck maybe freshman i think we were a freshman oh, in wow. high school yeah and then um like i known him since like middle school yeah since we we're like 12 fucking bronson yeah yeah and like uh that's who like showed me like a lot of shit like he taught me how to like do like just a basic scratch mm-hmm. and then he, we would record stuff but like i didn't I didn't know shit. And then there was this other guy that we would hang out with and he was, he looked more like a rapper. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that's when everybody else was like doing rap. And I was just kind of like, yeah, I would like to rap. You know what I mean? Right. I just don't look like a rapper. <laughs> I would like to rap. <laughs> yeah. I would like to rap, but I don't look like a rapper. So I think I'm just going to yeah. skateboard or something. And and that's crazy because like that that's that's kind of a testament for where we are now with with uh, with fashion and with music. Like you can look like a square ass fucking like teenager kid, yeah, and be the thickest rapper. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like you could you could be wearing fucking high waters and fucking DCs, and you could be the illest fucking rapper. You can look like you get fucking picked on at school all day. You can look and like a straight up intel and get fucking the hottest bars like it's it's so crazy but like at that time i get it because it was like if you didn't look the part then people didn't take you seriously there was a yeah. whole time like, up until fairly recently and i think that's crazy that's crazy that you mentioned that man because that, that totally brings that up it brings that to mind as how like 
image was just as important as you know the music but now oh, it's yeah. like you can look like a fucking country singer and be a fucking rapper you don't even gotta look like anything now now you can just be like like a face more people, it's weird it's like people yeah. don't even like they don't even they don't even want to know what you look like yeah you could just you make get, this music never yeah. show who you are and people mm-hmm. will just be like he could be this he could be that i love this music because it's like i don't know what the fuck this all looks like right right like, right that's cool and then you see them and you're like oh shit like, i had no idea yeah it kind of takes <laughs> takes away from it but yeah it's yeah. wild how like before is like you must have the shiny suit you need to have a do-rag you have to have the do-rag you have to have the rocker wear fucking three sizes too big fucking player jersey Hell you had yeah. to have the the fucking G unit sneakers. Yeah. You had to have the Jerbos. You had to have the Lugs or the Stacy Adams. The Stace, the fucking oh my god, Stacy Adams, dude. Yeah. The fucking Steve Harvey shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You had to have the Steve Harvey collection. Yo, that shit was that was that was <laughs> so, crazy. That so, was a, such and, a crazy time. I know, dude. I know. And it's I crazy was, too, because you can you can pinpoint like the biggest fashion trends in hip hop to a certain artist. Like, it, were you going for the fucking like Rockefeller look, or were you going for the fucking Death Row look? Were you going for the G Unit look? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. That's the, I was trying to go that. for I was trying to go for the Hot Boys look because that's what like like Bronson listened to the most, and like yeah. this fool had like all the shit, bro. Like he had like. Had, like he had a fucking. I remember he gave me this like Cash Money Mega Mix that he made, <laughs> and it like had all the wildest shit on it. And I was like, "Damn, this is crazy." Dude, that guy still he got the fucking straight back Allen Iverson cornrows. Dude, like still- that dude was insane when we were kids, bro. He was the first one to talk to tell me uh, to teach me about Napster. The mm-hmm. first person to ever teach me about fucking what was it torrents torrent mm-hmm. downloads. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a while he had like a whole thing he had like like 30 pairs of vapes when they weren't even like well like weren't even like a shoe where people like were like yo i wear vapes like coveted and, them and shit yeah like people weren't even like on vapes yet he had like hella like throwback jerseys and he was selling them online he was wow. like the first fool like that had like evizus he was selling evizus <laughs> i don't even know if they're real but the, yeah. the fact that like he was selling these these clothes that like now people are like oh my god I love these clothes, but right. he was like ahead of his time and like it's so wild. And I it's remember so- we made a song one time. He re- he made a video for it and then f- edited it. We were fucking fourteen years old. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it was like he made this whole video, edited it, and like we like did all this shit. But it's like kids. At 14, do that, but it's, like, not as good, not, like, not in fucking 2000, or that was, like, 99 or some shit. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, yeah, that's he, crazy. See, I remember that time, too, when he came out, like, when he when he uh, first jumped onto the scene, he was sort of, like, him and Ill Tracks were, like, the kid. They were, like, the fucking, like, the new kids. They were, yeah. like, the, the, younger, the younger generation that was, you know, like, about to kill shit. Because I did, dude. I mean, fucking Bronson idea was dope on the cuts. Yeah, he was, dude. He just practiced. Yeah, he really was like about it. I didn't like 
that's kind of I think about it now is like what middle school kid DJs like that. Yeah, you know. Well, what that's I mean? a, at, that, at that time, I mean, you're from like '97 to like around 2001, 2002. That was like the prime time for like scratch DJs and like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like fucking like um, uh, Ruckazoid, Ricky Rucker. He used to be fucking, you know, out there with his fucking website. He used to have a, like a whole like scratch website called As His Phonics. Yeah. And he, he was doing shit with like D styles. Then there was a whole alias thing. I still have the alias tape, by the way. Um, and there was like this whole like, it was just like a whole like scratch nerd community. Mm. He like, was definitely. He was in that shit. Yeah, he was he like, that. I think I think he'd been like on the boards since like yeah since like fourteen, and then he like kind of came out into the scene. Was like, oh shit, this kid's fucking sick. Yeah, that's San Jose, so man, nice. it's, it's crazy. There's a lot of like really talented DJs that came out of San Jose, man. Like, oh for sure. Especially so right now. No, no, no. Well, now there's like a whole new you know new generation. Oh yeah, but, yeah. You know, and they're more they're more about the uh the music and the vibe than the actual like technicality. Oh yeah, yeah. But, you know, when we were coming up, when we were doing shit, it was all about the technicality. Like, oh yeah. You know I'm saying like fucking difficult scratches and beat juggling and team shit, like it was like the whole like DMC ITF era. Oh yeah. Because yeah, I was the time too where like Hubert was coming out with like um, you know, turntable tv and you know his wave twisters album and that was a fucking crazy man he had the watch with the uh the table the turntable on it i was like yo what the fuck yeah man's wild yeah Yeah, man yeah it was crazy man d styles came out of san jose too yeah see this fucking d styles peanut butter wolf i mean that's what you hey man if you filipino you gotta uh turn to do it a turntablism you gotta break (laughs) dance or or race cars I raised cars. See, I wasn't even doing none of that shit, so I was feeling left out. I was like, "Yo, what the fuck yeah. do I do?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I'm about to skateboard. Hold on, bro. Right. Like, let me just skate. I'm gonna be well, the you first." Were, you were out in the West Side at that time, right? I was in Sunnyvale. Sunnyvale, Sunnyvale. So we right. lived in Sunnyvale, but like Cupertino, near yeah, Homestead yeah. High School. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where yeah. we was. That's where we were. Or that's what me and where me and Bronson met. Yeah. Before that. I lived deeper in Sunnyvale near the Gallimart. Oh, wow. So I grew up around that area. And that's crazy because... <laughs> I don't even know what the Gallimart is, bro. Oh, that's on Bernardo. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I never I never really ventured into Sunnyvale and Cooper Tino. Dude, it's crazy because now it's like... I remember when I shot the one video where I was by the Gallimart, I was like uh-huh. there. And then like people were looking at me like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, yeah, oh, like, is that is that the one with like with the fucking the uh the carousel in front? Did you shoot a video in front of a? It was like a grocery store. Yeah, 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 else? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, store. okay, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So that was the Galmar. Yeah, that was a Galmar. I was like, "Yo, can I film in here?" And they were like, "No." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, all right, okay, okay, all right." Y'all don't know. You know me. Most stores fix about that, dude. You have to get like written consent from like the uppers to fucking film a video inside of a store. I think you just got they just gotta not give a fuck. Dude, or remember cool that song you. that remember that, that song that you and I did together that never saw the light of day, unfortunately? Uh-huh. My idea for the video treatment was us cruising up and down the fucking supermarket aisle 
throwing shit into the cart while you're rapping. Yeah. And then we and then we go back to the house and like fucking eat snacks and watch wrestling with like two fucking methy chicks. Oh damn. Yeah, but Where my, we my found vision, chicks with my, on meth. <laughs> they, they would have to look kind of methy, you know what I'm saying? Like right? they weren't they weren't supposed to be bad or nothing. So, but my 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 vision for that video was us uh, at the supermarket at the supermarket. So it would have been Gallimart. That would have been sick. <laughs> Probably would have been Gallimart or fucking uh, Manila Oriental Market in the East Side. Damn. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with it. Yo, do you remember the fish bowl in Sunnyvale? Apparently that was like a that was like a like that was a, a whole other world to me. Dude. That was a spot, but what was know. it? It was like a. I think it was where the sea sees candies is, and then uh, at what? night it turned into like a venue spot. <laughs> oh wait, really? Like an all ages venue type deal? You you're not talking about Avalon? Nah, nah, nah. No, okay, okay, okay. You ever go to the outhouse? Yeah, Los Gatos? Yeah. I saw Wesley Willis there. No way. Yeah. That's tight. Now that's tight. Yeah. That's the only show I've ever been to there. Damn. I wish yeah. I damn. That's fire. I didn't even know about the outhouse until I went to go see Wesley Willis. Oh, dude, it's like I remember I went to a ska show there. Like fifth wave ska, like make, white make people sense. ska. Like you oh, know what yeah. I, mean? I was, was gonna say like <laughs> Yeah. Like Trojan <laughs> Records Sky, like a little showcase at the outhouse. Wow. <laughs> you know, that'd be wild. No, it's it's funny at the outhouse, bro. Like I only went one time and I never went again. Yeah. It was a straight up like community center. Yeah, it was like kids. It's like where teenagers go to smoke cigarettes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, I, I just bought this pack of cigarettes. I'm gonna go smoke it at the outhouse. Yo. That that Wesley Willis show was so fucking wild, bro. Like, it was insane. Like, people were moshing. Like, fucking, it was so wild, dude. And then afterwards, he stayed for like two hours to like headbutt sign on people, headbutt people. As in, he, and I he had that fucking giant welt on his forehead. Yeah, from headbutting so many people, and I just I didn't even want to fucking. I didn't want to be the guy to headbutt him and have that shit explode. <laughs> Ew. It's just Rest all over Rusty you. And it's just like, yo, man, I met Rusty Willis and I busted the fucking knot on his head and exploded on me. <laughs> busted his head welds. Damn. That would have been, what a story. Uh, dude, I was a huge Wesley Willis fan forever since high school. Yo, I remember and the he, first he time I heard that, that shit. I literally was like, this is insane. And I like went home and then like downloaded every single Wesley Willis song I could find. And it was all the same shit. All the same shit, just as different title and a different thing that he's talking about. Yeah, and he would play it at a different key and a different speed. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, no. dun, 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 dun. He was wilding. Rock the and one, roll McDonald's. Oh, was that song McDonald's that will make you fat. Suck a caribou's ass. That one was wild. <laughs> Dude, suck a caribou's ass. I whip Batman's ass. Yes. Uh, vampire, my favorite ones. Uh, Brutal Juice. I like the songs he did about bands. Damn. Uh, brutal, brutal juice was one of my favorite uh, songs. Um, man, there was a. The, I remember the first album I ever heard from him. It was like my probably like my junior year of high school. My brother was doing um, college radio at fucking San Jose City College, and he would get these weird promos 
And he had an album on fucking American Records, like in Rick Rubin's label, same label as uh, Slayer. Damn. Uh, when Deaf American became American Recordings, mm-hmm. um, Wesley Willis had one album on that label, and that was the first time I ever heard him. And from then on, I just like hunted down for all of his albums. It's impossible to get all of his albums because they're all like super rare and like they didn't have them everywhere. Um, but then he didn't come until he didn't, I didn't see him live until like maybe like the year 2000, 2001 when he came to the outhouse. Fuck. And that shit was wild, bro. People moshing to Wesley Willis, man. I would, oh my God. Yeah. If, if, if there's a handful of shows I would go, like I would want to go back in time and relive. Mm-hmm. And that's one of them, for sure. Oh yeah, Wesley Willis, man, he raw energy, bro. Raw energy, dude. Just, raw energy, bro. Just like <laughs> man, the spirit. I give a fuck. The spirit of rock and roll. Straight like, up. Straight. straight what up, a um. Dude. You said you're a big uh, WWE fan, yeah, of of old. Uh, to a to a certain, I think, to the till the Attitude Era. Okay, you weren't with the everything Attitude else, Era. Yeah, everything else beyond that, from like from the '80s, from like the Demolition to like the Attitude Era. The end of the Attitude Era was like my shit. Like once like NWO and WCW and all that shit started happening, I kind of tuned out. Ah, uh. but the Attitude Era, I was like thick in that shit. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Ahmed Johnson was my fucking dude. Uh, fucking, of course, fucking Stone Cold. Dude, Ahmed uh, Johnson. I met him once. Did you really? Yeah, at a fucking dark match. Uh, we went with my homies. We went to the San Jose uh, with the Shark Tank to go see like a uh-huh. dark match. And uh-huh. then they were like, came up to us and they were like, you guys want to uh, meet Ahmed Johnson? And we're like, hell yeah. And then they took us to this room and then like Ahmed Johnson came out and he was like signing autographs and taking pictures with us. And I was like so excited because he was wearing a shot, uh, shotgun Saturday night shirt. And I was like, Damn, oh, wow. this fool's huge. Sick. <laughs> we were hell excited. And then this fool, he signed uh, like my mom's hat, but like totally like in capital letters, just said Ahmed. You know what I mean? Sick. And then, Sick. so just like wearing, my mom would wear that hat, and it would just say Ahmed on her hat, and I was just like, "Damn, <laughs> nobody knows what the fuck." <laughs> That's the funniest shit, though. If you know, you know. See? Yeah, yo, he was, dude, he was so sick, but terrible at cutting promos, though. Oh yeah, yeah, he wasn't much of a talker. No, nah, he was just, he was, but he would fly. He was crazy. Yeah, dude, do as fast as he was like, he was like Goldberg. Like yeah. Before, before Goldberg was Goldberg, Ahmed Johnson was like the fucking dynamic fucking dude. Goldberg was pretty trash, though. I mean, at the time, I mean, yeah. He was cool. Like, that's, if you think a- about it, like, you, have you watched a Goldberg match, like, now? Like, not like no. Goldberg I mean, now, but like a Goldberg here. match from before. If you watch it now, he's literally like the ultimate warrior where he comes in. He's just running at fools, right? Running at fools, two moves, and then it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, He's just fucking raging. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but there's no match. It's like, yeah. and then like, there's I I I follow this uh, IG called WrestleBotch, and then uh, they show this one. They show this one thing where like, uh, is it all like 
it. Yeah, it's just all just people fucking up. They have a thing called Mongo uh, Mongo Mondays. You remember hey, Steve hey, Mongo McMichaels? Of course, of course. Dude, he's terrible at wrestling, but great on the mic. <laughs> and they just show Dude. Mongo doing like the dumbest, like ridiculous shit. Like, just like, there's like a one where Jeff Jarrett, he's like wrestling Jeff Jarrett. And then Jeff Jarrett does a move on him and grabs him and puts him over him. And then uh, and then Mongo's like, whoa, 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 like, and he's like pins him and then like jumps up hella quick, but he's like not even pinning him like for the three count. He just jumps up. It's like, yeah, Mongo's just like, funny. he's just there to party and kick it, I guess. And, yeah, like, he didn't they, have a high risk like you. I mean, I think Mongo was kind of cool. Like he was funny, he was uh, a character, and he got along with people. But the thing is, he just didn't wrestle. Dude. He couldn't wrestle. <laughs> the, um, I, I remember going to the first WWF match that they had at the San Jose Arena. Ooh. Uh, it might have been a dark match. I think it was a dark match. If it wasn't a Raw, it was a dark match. I don't even think Raw was around at this time because um, this is when the arena first opened, which was like 93, 92, something like that. But um, I met fucking Money B, the mm-hmm. Digital Underground. I met Casey and JoJo from Jodeci. I got the, they autographed my ticket stub and I just missed Tupac. Wow. He was there. I was in the same building as Tupac at one point. Wow. Imagine <laughs> the like cut so like uh, throwback Thursday with the picture with Tupac. The picture, picture of Pac. Like, it was like Pac like, hey kid, throw him up. I would have had throw fucking the West Side. on too. Like fucking ah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Dude. Yeah, um, it was funny. Another funny fact. Um, I have a homegirl, Rosie, um, who used to live in Arkansas. And uh, I guess uh, when the Godfather would uh, tour around, he would find local girls to be his hoe train. Mm-hmm. And she was in his Arkansas hoe train. Damn, that's fire. Yeah. Where in Arkansas? Little Rock. Damn. Home of Bill Clinton. I'm going to ask her to send me the clip because I think she has a clip of it. Dude, that's so sick. Yeah, Godfather's crazy. Dude, Pop Shango. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the whole shit with fucking Ultimate Warrior when the fucking black blood was coming down his fucking. Yeah, from Papa Shango. That yeah. was wild. I just remember. I remember when that happened. I was like, no, because Ultimate Warrior was wearing that fucking sick ass like starter jacket that he had. Yeah. Do you remember those with the white? It was like white in front, and it had a big ass picture of him in the back, like fucking airbrushed or whatever. And he started bleeding on it. I was like, oh, no, he's getting blood on his fucking jacket. He's like, oh, <laughs> he doesn't even yeah. give a fuck. Oh, 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 oh. I like watch mad like shoot wrestling uh, interviews where people just bury uh, Ultimate Warrior and they just talk about how like they talk to him and he's like, oh, brother of the Quasars. Blah, blah, blah. And they're oh, just yeah. like, man, this man is crazy. And then yeah, dude, he was a face case, bro. People, like, hella didn't like him until, like, the day he, like, did the, um, when he, like, got put in the Hall of Fame, and he mm. apologized to, like, everybody, and then people yeah. were like, well, now we respect you, and then he died. Yeah. And it was like, damn. Yeah. That was when he fucking, uh, that was after he legally changed his name to Warrior. Oh, yeah, and then he had the, the Warrior show. Yeah. Oh, my that God. That was wild. <laughs> I was waiting for I was like, dude, Warrior Show, this shit looks crazy. Dude. He's just taking all these like victory records bands and like 
making them do P90X. <laughs> they're like they're like showing up. They're like showing up and they're doing fucking uh they're drinking wine. <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck? Dude, what the uh, are there clips of this around? I've never seen it. The uh, Warrior Show? Definitely yeah. on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Did he do like a whole season or did he only do like a couple episodes and then he died? I think he did. He did some really? episodes, yeah. Okay, I gotta check this out. It's mad funny because he's just cussing all these people out and they're like he's like, You think you think you're you think you're cool coming to my gym and you're fucking <laughs> drunk. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and they're just like, Oh my god, the ultimate warrior, dude. So cool. <laughs> I, I only watched like a, like a couple things of it, and I was just like, "Damn, this is so funny, dude!" <laughs> I love I love that clip on uh, like they did. I guess they did like a whole uh, Ultimate Warrior documentary. Uh, yeah. WWE did a whole Warrior documentary, and they did this whole one section where they just talk about how he never made sense in his promos. Oh yeah, yeah, it makes dude, no sense. This shit is so funny, dude. Like, he literally, he would be possessed. Yeah. I think he got beat up, like, in real life by Rick Rude. Did I hear about that? Like, I know he had a lot of beef in the in, in the whole company. Yeah, like, he, I think Rick Everyone Rude beat him up. Because, like, Rick Rude, like, he, like, like, I guess in real life, Rick, Rick Rude was, like, a real tough guy. Right, right. Like, he was really fucking people up. And then, like, I heard another story where he... Him and like uh, Steve Austin were in a car traveling, and then he like said something crazy to him, and then Steve Austin was like, "Uh, all right," and he was what? like, "Rick Rude is fucking crazy." Oh, was this like, like during the Steve Austin days? No, this is this is when like he probably just he was a, oh stunning Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah, probably probably for sure. When he still had that still have, blonde hair. I have his WCW card somewhere. Damn. He was, dude, he was so good at promos. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I was watching a promo today of Mick Foley, and he's talking about Mikey Whipwreck, and he's like, he's like, he's like, Mikey, I tried to show you good music, but you wanted to listen to Ozzy Osbourne, and <laughs> you wanted to put terrible things in your body. You wanted to eat Doritos, and when you got someone else to give you a ride home, you left the Doritos in my car, and the Doritos were staring at me, and you know I have an eating disorder. And I was just like, wow, this is the kind of shit he was saying in ECW. This is insane. Because it's like, my introduction to him is like Mankind. And then right. I like went backwards and was like, yeah, I didn't really even know. I just was like, oh, this is like, it didn't even sound that cool. Like his career in ECW just sounded like everybody hated him. Right. And then he, right. Cause they was like, they just thought he was a sellout the whole time. Like right. The, yeah. The fans thought he was a sellout. And then yeah. it was like these promos he was cutting was just like ridiculous. And it was just like, but he's like hella good at them. But he's just saying like the most ridiculous <laughs> shit. Like he has an eating disorder and shit. Like yeah, you need to sample that whole shit. Yo, it's fucking crazy. I just literally got the <laughs> WWE Network just so I could watch all the old ECW stuff. I had it for a hot second. My little brother was subscribing to it, so I had him run the password and fucking. I was watching all the WrestleManias at one point. 
Damn. That shit is like I was even I was even catching up on new ones because I haven't, you know, I haven't been an avid wrestling follower since the Attitude Era. So I was I was I wanted to see like who who the stars are now and like, you know, like that's how I learned about like Roman Reigns and fucking CM Punk and like Oh yeah. Dude, see the CM Punk like time when he was like like really doing it was kind of a sick era, but now it's kind of just boring. It's like now it's like every like the the curtain is pulled all the way back. Now you just know yeah. like you just they they crown one person the champion. They only wrestle two times a year, and it's like uh, what the I hell? heard AEW is AEW is where it's at for sure. That's what that's what my bro- yeah AEW is where it's at because now they're like they're getting like a bunch of indie dudes and they're like putting them on, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, yeah. You know what the one shit that I wish I watched more and like was TNA Impact, Impact Wrestling TNA. That was like straight up like pay per view shit, dude. I remember when they used to hella advertise that shit. Dude, they had they had Jeff Total Jarrett. Action. They had, yeah, they had Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. They had Sting. They had Booker T. They had like, after. Yeah, they had like, uh, dude, they had so many sick dudes. I bought the video game just recently. TNA. What, what, like, what uh, console was it on? Uh, Xbox 360. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> they had this one dude. Oh, they had Ric Flair. And then they had they this had Rick- dude. They had this guy, this wrestler named Jay Lethal on TNA Wrestling. And he was mad funny because at first he just mimicked. He, he like, uh, he does a, 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 rest, uh, a Randy Savage impersonation, but he's a black uh-huh. dude. And he's doing a Randy Savage impersonation, and it sounds like Randy Savage. And then they started doing a uh, he started doing a um, a Ric Flair impersonation, and then they had Ric Flair on the show, and then they had him and Ric Flair talking to each other. Oh yeah, and they're going back and forth like woo, woo, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's yeah. so funny. That's the dude, and it's just like man, funny. They that's just so hilarious because they just sound like each other. Yeah, <laughs> just like that's yeah, funny. Yeah, I saw that one. This is funny. Impact Wrestling now is kind of like it's like whatever. It's kind of, I think they're yeah. still doing it, but it's kind of strange. Yeah, is AEW? Uh, is that a Japanese? Is that the Japanese one? No, no, it's American. It's uh, um, Cody Rhodes, which is Dusty Rhodes' okay. son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the owner of the Jaguar, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh wow! Yeah, Dusty Rhodes' son, Dustin Rhodes' son, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty, okay. It's Dustin, so Dustin, Dustin Rhodes' brother. It's his brother. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. They had a whole gotcha. thing too, like when when it started, like they had a feud match, like against each other. I think I'm, Yeah, my brother told me that Goldust had come back. Yeah. As Goldust? No, he was just a. Uh, he Dustin he's Rhodes. like. The the natural now, the natural. Oh, yeah, I think that's what. Cause so he's he, still yeah, he well, nah, he's kind of like in and out, you know. Dog, it's so crazy, man. How like, and we never really paid attention to this because we were so young and every wrestler was older than us. But now that we're like in our like, you know, thirties, like, it's crazy to see these guys like still in their fifties and sixties and like looking back at some of our favorite wrestlers and their prime wasn't until like their forties or fifties. Oh, for sure. 
these motherfuckers are still throwing each other around. Like, holy shit, dude. Like, it's kind of it's, it's fucked up how, like, how many fools, like, they, they, like, be in the business for a long, like, uh, um, I, like, I was looking at stats of all the, like, the AAA wrestling, like, the Mexican wrestling dudes, and, like, the uh, minimum of the, like, years they've been wrestling is, like, 18 years. And then geez. the one dude, Hayabusa, he was, like, a Japanese wrestler. He didn't uh, wrestle for more than, le- I think, less than 10 years and then became paralyzed, and then he died. And he oh was, like, God. so sick. Like, it's crazy. Isn't there a there's there's a Japanese like a, a a woman Japanese wrestler who just killed herself right? Oh shit, I think I know. Like yeah. some online bullying shit. Like she got bullied online and like it like like she was on a reality show. It was like oh yeah, and like they bullied her because like she something about her laundry and like she had like a breakdown or something and she just oh, recently poor girl. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I also started watching um, Dark Side of the Ring on Vice. Oh, yeah, those are sick. This shit's a gnarly, bro. The fucking Benoit episode? Come on, man. Oh, man, that shit's wild. That shit's so fucking... That shit is so crazy. Yeah. It kind of sucks you can't see any Benoit matches now on WWE Network. Oh, they pulled them, yeah, huh? Yeah, they, they pulled, pulled them all off. of them. Even, like, even the ones on ECW. What about WCW? All that, too, I think. They pulled them all? Oh, yeah, because it's fucking... Yeah, they pulled all of his shit off. That so he has like no, he has like no archive. Basically. No archive, only on uh, YouTube. Probably, you can see his shit on YouTube. I used to, I used to play him on WCW in uh, '64. Hell yeah, he was dude. He was my the crippler. That was the illest game, bro. The crippler, yeah, dude, Canadian crippler. Yeah, he was killing it. Yeah, the Canadian wrestlers, bro, like them shit, dude, fucking Bret Hart, like. Dude, it's Bret crazy, Hart, like, it's uh, both, like, gro- like growing up, Jericho, dude, like growing up, it's so funny because we used to like look up to like you know like fucking Ultimate Warrior was our shit and fucking you know Demolition and all those guys, but when you watch back of their their matches now, it's like they weren't very good. Like they were just fucking cool. like, yeah. But then you 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 start going back to like people like Bret Hart, like damn, he was a fucking legit wrestler. wrestler. Yeah, like they went for like a, a minute. Like they were yeah. wrestling for a minute. Like yeah, it but, wasn't but no fucking two second match. Yeah, they weren't just doing theatrics or like just fucking like bum rushing fools. They were like doing legit fucking Olympian wrestling moves. And oh yeah, and they were going for and- going forever. They're having yeah, at least our was- tops matches and shit. Like giving you your money's worth. Dog, our, dude, main events used to be so crazy, bro. For Actually. Real. What what main event was I watching recently? It was fucking Shane McMahon and um, Foxy. I can't even remember who I was watching. Shane McMahon wrestled somebody recently on a, w, uh, on a uh, WrestleMania, and they were like throwing each other off of the fucking like stands. They did, they do fucking he did a fucking suplex on this like off of like fucking maybe like a thirty foot riser. Oh yeah, was that a uh, Steve Blackman? Was it Steve Blackman? Because I think he had a was, they had a beef. Him and Steve. It Blackman. was like it was like maybe like two three years ago. Or I John remember Cena because, maybe. It wasn't Cena. No. Um, it. I remember uh, Shane McMahon was wearing the fucking Travis Scott Jordans. Wow. 
Yeah, we, oh, do we got a cutscene? Okay, we're doing your mom's off? Yeah. Give me like five minutes. So I gotta, <laughs> I gotta cut to my uh, girlfriend mom's house again soon. Oh, no, it's all good, bro. Yeah, but um, Travis Scott Jordans, though. He, he was wearing, yeah, he was wearing these fucking Cactus Jack fucking, um, I think it was the Jordan 33s. Because I didn't realize uh, Shane McMahon was like a sneakerhead. Oh, yeah. He's for sure. Yeah. Like hardcore sneakerhead. I saw an episode of Sneaker Shopping. With, uh, with and he was on there? Yeah, he, he knew his shit. Wow. I got to see he's that. Like, he's like talking about his favorite ones and like all this shit. Like, kind of wow. crazy. He's, yeah, I, he's, dude, he is pretty smart. I think he, it was his decision to buy ECW. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because he was real. He was way. He stole one of fucking um, uh, our, our Rob Van Dam's moves. Oh, really? Yeah, the one where he gets on yeah. the 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 turntable and jumps, and then the dude has the 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 chair on his face, and he jumps. Yeah, from yeah, across. yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, I think it's the Van Daminator. Oh wow! But he calls it the around the world or something. Yeah. I remember. I, I remember seeing that. That's funny. Yeah. Rob Van Dam. Remember Adam bomb? Yes, I do. That motherfucker was dope as fuck too. Wasn't that uh, also crunch Adam bomb or that was another guy. Cause Adam bomb had the contacts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Adam Bob was yeah. wild. Yeah. He did that was a funny time. Huh? That was the same time as Emmett Johnson, right? Yeah, it was Adam. Yeah, and one, two, three, kid. One, two, three, kid. Yep. I think that was the beginnings, <laughs> like of Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, when yeah. they used to have the Saturday morning show, and then they used to have mm-hmm. the Sunday show, like Sunday yeah. night show. Yeah, I remember a Saturday Saturday morning fucking. Um, I would watch that, and then I would watch Soul Train after uh, after cartoons. Damn. <laughs> and yeah, then they, that was uh, the time. I remember the eighties when I started watching wrestling in the eighties. We used to actually record them uh, when they used to have a Saturday night main event. Damn, that was the one. <laughs> yeah, and before Raw was Raw, it was just like a WWF like show. That's when they just used to have just jobbers, just fools get beat up. Right, right, and they would just and half of the show was them talking. Yeah, and it was like it was like NBA on TNT and shit, like with like fucking Charles Barkley and fucking Kenny Jet. Yeah, they just would talk oh, about wrestling. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That was kind of cool. I don't know if they have shit like that now, but... I think they got uh, some new shit. They brought back uh, Talking Smack. Oh, okay. And they got The Miz on there. Oh, yeah, The Miz. That shit was funny that, like... A re- like was it a- The Miz? I think it was The Miz that fought uh, Shane McMahon. Oh, yeah. probably, probably. Yeah. Remember it when was he like- was on Real World? Was he? Yeah, he was on the real world, and he was having like a really hard night or something. He was having a funny night where he wasn't fitting in with all the all the roommates, and then he was like, "Man, so I went to the Adema concert, and you know, <laughs> I, I slapped five with the singer from Adema, and, <laughs> and we, we had a moment, dude." And, you know, <laughs> I was like, "Damn, this fool sucks!" And then all of a sudden, he's the Miz, and I was like, "Wow." That's so. Fun. Was that 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 was his hook though, right? Like he was supposed to be like a uh, a star. He was like just faking like he was the Rock. Right, right, right. He was supposed to be like some kind of a, like a Hollywood guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. 
Yeah, See, that's, that's when I started like that's when I started go like when my brother got the WWE network, that's when I started going back and like watching like current matches and then going back to the ones I, I used to watch. Oh yeah. yeah. There's like man. There's so much still I gotta watch that shit. I'm like I'm like against the WWE, but kind of for it. <laughs> yeah. See, I I don't even know what, what's going on with the politics and everything. I just, yeah. They, oh, it, I feel like it's just. I heard that they don't even have people that like wrestling writing the stuff. So it's just actual like writers that write TV dramas. Yeah, yeah. So it's I like mean, they just I mean, write dumb shit. You know wrestling did become fucking a TV drama like when SmackDown was around. You know, you know, you know what, uh, I'll, I'll trace back the moment that kind of like made me check out was I saw a commercial for SmackDown and it said, will Steve Austin turn his back on The Rock? Find out on the next SmackDown. I was like, dude, this sounds like a fucking promo for a fucking soap opera. Yeah. Is this, is this what I've been watching the whole time? Like, is this what it's becoming? Like I, I, I can't do this anymore. True. Yo, and that was that was when I was like, maybe this isn't for me anymore, bro. <laughs> I love dude, I, I think it I think it wasn't for me anymore when I was like, yo, nobody watches this shit. And like this is like my little secret, and I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna be burdened by this secret anymore. <laughs> I just like nobody watches this shit with me no more. Like you're the last the last dude on, on earth. Yeah, I don't want to hold on to this. I don't want to. I was like, man, I don't want to hold on to this shit anymore. It's like it's like everyone moved on to fucking uh, to fucking cross colors, and you're still wearing Cavaricis. Yeah, and it's like, man, you know, <laughs> I want to be whatever what everyone else is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be alone oh, in the dark. Yeah. Yo, I I could talk I could talk to you for hours, bro, but I gotta I gotta cut. Oh, dude, it was lovely, bro. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, if if you want to continue the conversation, man, I'm I'm more than down. But if you feel like you have enough on there, man, please, like. Oh, dude, we could do it again sometime. Cool, cool. I mean, I and I'm sorry I keep like fucking flaking on you, man. Like, oh, dude, done. It's, it's all even good, bro. Yeah. I don't even like leaving my house. When I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I'm not working, I don't even like leaving my house, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So no, I get I, it. I fucking feel that, bro, and that's that's sort of where I'm at. But I mean, you know, I still I still want to link a session with you. So yeah, no doubt, we will soon. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. this is the first step, Zoom meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But I enjoyed it, man. It was cool. Hell yeah. All right then, cool. bro. You have a good night. Yeah, you too, man. Good talking to you. Yo, you too. Right. Hey, yo, we're back. Yo, that was my man. That was a very long one. So if you still here, look at you. You made it. You fucking made it. Oh, my God. You're so cool. Yo, so check it out. Uh, last words. Um, one time somebody was like, yo, somebody was like, they was talking bad about me and they was like, yo, and he's just a chubby chaser. And I was like, yo, that's fucked up. Cause I love fat bitches, dog. Like you're crazy. You can't be, I love, I love you fat women, dog. I love, since I motherfucking was born, I'm not a chubby chaser, dog. I'm a fat woman lover. I'm fat too. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get, no, I've seen some chubby chasing ass little skinny niggas, bro. Fucking trying to fuck with the fat bitch because, you know, this and that. But look, bro, like, this is what's going down.
I love fat women. I love skinny women. I love them all. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, all you got to have is uh, the good, the good soul to get with me, get the good soul. And what's up with people and they move places. What's up with people so quick? They so quick to change their motherfucking location in their motherfucking Instagram bio. I get it. Maybe I'm checking your motherfucking inventory before I check my own inventory. But look at this, bro. What are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Like, come on, bro. You are not from motherfucking blah, 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 blah. You are from motherfucking Fresno, California, dog. Like, rep that shit, bro. Like, I remember when I lived in Los Angeles, people were like, yo, he's from L.A. Like, I'd be like, no, dog, I'm from the Bay. And they'd be like, oh, he's from San Francisco. I'd be like, no, dog, I'm from San Jose. They'd be like, oh, he's from San Jose. I'd be like, no, dog, I'm from Sunnyvale. So guess what, bro? You can't be right when you're talking about me, dog. You can never be right when you talk about me, dog, because I'm a motherfucking enigma, okay? And we're going to keep it like that, bro. We're going to keep it like that, and you know what? There ain't nothing you can do about it. So check this out, bro. I'm going to constantly keep growing. I'm going to constantly keep learning shit, and I'm going to constantly keep fucking that shit. Fuck y'all. Fat Women for Life. Big T. Twoncast. I'm out.